Hello, my name is Ben Briggs. I'm a partner in the Labor and Employment Department at Seifarth Shaw and a co-chair of the firm's National Workplace Safety and Environmental Practice Group. While my day-to-day -day practice is broad in scope, I especially enjoy helping employers with workforce safety and health matters. The pandemic and its implications on workplaces has kept me hopping over the past several months, as you can probably imagine. Today, I want to share thoughts on a topic that is of increasing importance as more businesses reopen at the same time, certain parts of the country are seeing considerable spikes in COVID-19 infections. Face masks, also referred to as face coverings. For some, face coverings have become another thing they don't leave home without, like a house key, a purse, a wallet, or a phone. For others, the idea of being told by the government, an employer, or a business that they are visiting that they must wear a face mask is downright repulsive. While views regarding face masks vary widely, there is broad-based consensus amongst doctors, scientists, and public health authorities that masks or face coverings are an important tool in the war against COVID-19. So what does this mean for workplaces? Let me start with two basic points. First, why face coverings? Research tells us that COVID-19 is most commonly spread through contact with airborne respiratory droplets from an infected person, and that when an infected person coughs, sneezes, or talks, that can cause the droplets to become airborne. Face coverings are intended to catch these droplets and prevent them from being inhaled by a nearby person. So when I wear a mask, the primary purpose of doing so is to protect those around me in the event that I'm carrying the virus and do not know it. Some have also opined that masks or face coverings may provide some protection to the wearer from infection by others, but that's not the primary reason for wearing a mask or face covering, and some are skeptical of that view. Third, it's particularly important to wear face coverings when proper social distancing cannot be maintained. That's something that you'll find in the CDC guidance uh, regarding face coverings. The second basic question is, what kinds of face coverings are recommended? The CDC recommends use of cloth face coverings that cover the nose and mouth and can be worn safely by the user. They can be homemade, they can be store-bought, they can look similar to surgical masks, or they can be bandanas or scarves. The bottom line is it can be any sort of multi-layered cloth covering that fits snugly around the nose and mouth and can be worn safely. Cloth face coverings are not surgical masks or respirators. The CDC and many state and local governments continue to urge the public to conserve those resources for healthcare professionals, first responders, and others who routinely come into close contact with people infected with the virus. With that backdrop in place, I'll turn to a handful of the most frequent questions I see from employers about face coverings in the workplace. The first and most frequent question we see is whether employers must require employees to wear face coverings in the workplace. To that, I'll give the classic lawyer answer. It depends. Uh, what does it depend on? Primarily where the business operates, what jurisdictions, but also what kind of business it is. Um, if it's something where there's a high degree of customer interaction, uh, that might require certain businesses to, to require the use of face masks. Um, and it also depends to some extent on whether the workplace allows for effective social distancing. If people can stay six feet apart or more, uh, and, and avoid close contact with one another, then those locations are less likely to have uh, requirements uh, at the state or local level that, that uh, 
mandate the use of masks in those workplaces. Currently, there's no federal mandate by either OSHA or the CDC to wear masks in the workplace, even though it's strongly encouraged, especially in settings where social distancing cannot be maintained. However, um, we are seeing an increasing number of state and local governments that mandate fa face coverings in workplaces, uh, subject to some, some exceptions. So if your business has a multi-state uh, operation footprint, it's important to understand the, lo the law can differ by location, even within the same county. Uh, here in Fulton County, Georgia, for example, uh, certain parts of the county have a mask requirement where other parts do not. Second question, if I require my employees to wear face coverings, who should pay for them? As with the previous question, state and local law will drive the answer. CDC guidance is silent on the issue, but many state and local laws make the cost of face coverings in the workplace the employer's responsibility. Many employers are allowing employees to wear their own face coverings and furnishing face coverings to those who do not have their own or, or who prefer those that are being provided by the, the employer. Third question, uh, are there any situations in which an employee can refuse to wear a face covering? The answer to that question is yes. An employee who suffers from a disability or medical condition that precludes them from safely wearing a face covering may refuse to wear a face covering. In these situations, the employer would engage in the Americans with Disabilities Act's interactive process to see if an accommodation could be made that would allow the employee to work safely without a face covering and without posing a direct threat to coworkers. An employer should address requests based on religion in a similar fashion. But what if an employee doesn't want to wear a mask because he or she finds them objectionable but doesn't have a medical or religious reason or some other good reason for not wanting to wear it? The employer can reject those requests and require the employee to wear a face covering as a condition of coming to work. Fourth, and finally, for businesses in which employees have extensive interactions with the public, such as a retail setting, what kind of employment-related claims might arise if we don't insist that customers wear face coverings as a condition of entering the store, even though we require our own employees to wear face coverings? Um, putting aside penalties that might arise under state and local orders requiring the use of face coverings in those types of environments, the most likely reactions from employees who believe the workplace is unsafe or that they're being exposed to the virus in the workplace will be complaints to OSHA, either at the federal or state level, uh, as well as state or local departments of health. Um, in the event that they become ill and believe that it's work-related, workers' compensation claims could result. A good way to avoid this scenario is to provide alternative avenues for customers who will not or cannot wear face coverings to shop such as a curbside pickup, delivery, or online shopping. In some, face coverings or masks are likely going to be a fixture in the workplace for the foreseeable future. Embracing that reality and developing appropriate workplace policies will help employers make their employees and others who enter the workplace feel safer while also helping curb the spread of COVID-19. I hope you found this talk useful and urge you to stay safe and healthy while staying tuned for future podcasts. Goodbye.